<laughs> All right, North Central Infuse, we are doing a special version of this podcast, uh, non-management version of this podcast, too. I'm joined uh, this morning with by Nyla Osborne, our HR representative. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> Jabris Rounds, uh, I, I'm confused on your job title. What is that exactly? <laughs> Billing analyst, our customer service supervisor, Ashley Sandlin. Hello. And our customer service representative, Hannah Tyner. Hi. Hey. So what we're doing today is we're talking about this Musicians for Labonna project that North Central has gotten behind. And um, September 3rd, we will be releasing an album with 40 uh, local area musicians and bands. And we've uh, been coordinating uh, hospital visits this summer. And you guys have all volunteered to be a part of that and use some of the volunteer hours that North Central gives in order to visit patients and families. So I wanted you guys to be in on this. And uh, how has that experience been? I know you guys have all gone on different dates, uh, but uh, I'll start with you. How, what, what, what have you seen as far as the summer goes? Um, well, it was wonderful. Uh, it just reminded me how fortunate we are living in this area and having a top-notch children's hospital uh, so close. And the visit was awesome. The music was awesome. And, yeah, it was great. It was great. Jabris? Yeah, same here to piggyback off this knowledge here. It was really, really great. As far as, like, the magicians we had and then the, actually seeing the kids and then to see how much they're interested in the different genres of music and the artists that come and then interesting to their backstory it's, it's pretty pretty cool pretty cool all right and you were there yesterday you followed you followed free world around didn't you i did i, did. <laughs> <laughs> I really did um i actually listened to their cd on the on the way home too so that's but um yeah i liked all the bands that were there yesterday um i thought um they were very um upbeat and had some good different you know music going on um and I love seeing the kids and passing out, you know, goodie bags to them and seeing them smile. And um, it was great. I loved it. Okay. And him. It was uh, a lot of fun. We got to see um, a couple different bands whenever we were there. Um, they had being able to go to the kids' rooms and stuff was one of my favorite parts. Um, some we got to see in the rooms and some we got to see in the hallway. Um, it was just a lot of fun being able to see a smile on their face whenever you bring somebody in to do something like that, and then even being able to just talk to the families that are there as well. Okay, so, and then that's one of the things that the, the North Central volunteers did was uh, <clears throat> we provided gift bags filled with art supplies and coloring books, and um, I think even stress balls from, uh, had the North Central brand <laughs> <Yes>. on it. <laughs> and if anybody needs it, it's a family of honor. Um, but one of the things that we've been asking is we are, we, we are working on uh, doing a lot of promotions for this and, and promoting the artists and telling their stories and everything like that, but. Um, we, we asked them if there is a particular story that stuck out to them or a particular patient or watching this, you know, this, these performances and seeing something that somebody that reacted more than others. So did any of you guys have that when you went around and followed the bands that you were following? Yes. Yeah. Um, can I say? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Victor, yeah. Um, and, um, I forget where he was from, but he, yes. Yeah, he, right <laughs> he, um, and he, they said that he loved music, um, and they were really excited about, we were glad that he was up, um, and they, he asked, they were asking him, Free World did, who, um, who he liked, and he liked Santana, mm -hmm. and, um, he named off someone else, and then, uh, they played, uh, 
a couple of different things for them, and it was neat. And they sung in Spanish. I mean, it was it was. You, really you neat. know the you know somebody that's not familiar with Santana music. They played Oye Como Va. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're just like, you're just like, it sounds good, yeah. It's awesome, yeah. I don't really listen to that kind of music, so. And and so for you, Nyla, getting to see uh, the patients, I I, I probably already know who you're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. Who is it? Uh, Rain, who was um, two, two or three. Two, I think, yeah. yeah. And just a precious little girl, and the uh, band that I was. Fast Mothers. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Uh, they actually had a song, Rain, that they sang to her. And it was great. And then next thing we know, Rain is wanting to get out of the bed and follow the band around. Uh, she, follows, she, she, she was like the roadie. She's like, I mean, she, she had, uh, she was hooked up to a few things, but they kind of like, made it more portable and she had a wagon that she was pulled around in so to follow the band and she, she would it was it was literally it was she was pulled in her parents would pull her to the, the room she would get out and start dancing Aww. like outside the room while the band's playing in another room she's like no this i'm following these guys around yeah. so yeah uh, and and so jabris you and i followed around cody clark yesterday and i mean what, what did, was there anything that stuck out for you? It was a, a couple. It was a couple of them that did. Uh, the second girl that we went to, I can't remember her exact name, but she was into classical music, mm-hmm. and she had actually taken some few music classes and music lessons. So she was kind of mm-hmm. in, you know, in between. Like they could actually talk and about different music stuff, and I had no no clue what they were talking about. But <laughs> they were actually into. I don't think Cody did either. He's like, I think she's more talented than I am, and I'm about to perform for her. <laughs> And she, she was really into, you know, with the songs and the different genres and stuff. And with the second, the last year we went to, uh, man, she, she sat up in the bed and she was just all into it, you know. And I think she actually talked to him about different genres she was into. Like some of the stuff I never even heard of. I was like, I need to expand my music selection. She is on it. And she was naming all these different bands and stuff, like and telling them, you know, how well that they did and just the songs and stuff like that. So I think, yeah, because it was, it was, uh, one of the girls said that uh, Cody sounded like Corey Taylor, and he just, he just left. He was like, "I sound like a rock star." That's awesome. So yeah, and and Hannah, you followed around like a the youngest act that we have on this yes. project under the radar. What was that like for you getting to go um, around? It was pretty neat. Um, we got to. I just love being able to see the smiles on those kids' faces. Um, the situations that they're in, we don't think about those on a daily basis. Um, and being fortunate enough to have to not have to be there. Um, one thing that was something I didn't know is they did have an older patient there, an adult, mm-hmm. um, that was there for a procedure the next day. And I was like, I didn't know that they even did that. So if you start off as a Lebonner patient, you're like a patient there for life. Okay. I've got, uh, actually I have a uh, former classmate of mine who's in his thirties, still mm-hmm. getting brain treatments okay. over there. And it's, it, I, I was surprised to hear that too, but yeah, you, you stick around there for life. So those, okay. those patients come back. I did not know that. Yeah. Know that um, so yeah, it's, it, it's, a, it's an amazing hospital. And, uh, I don't know, I, I don't know what floor you guys were on, but me and Jabris were on the top. And so we're like, there's this like gorgeous view of downtown Memphis. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, just, Getting to use your volunteer hours and do something like this, it, it, what is what is that like for you? What does that say to you as, I guess, either their company that North Central is or the project that, that we're representing here? Um, I mean, which, I mean, North Central is great anyway. Yeah. And, and, the, and we're so community-wide. I mean, mm-hmm. 
I just feel like we do so much for the community and mm -hmm. to work somewhere that will allow you to, you know, do things like that. Um, I mean, I, I love it and I appreciate it. They don't make us stay in the office all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get to go out and do things yeah. all the time, year round. So yes, that's, that's nice right. to do. All right. So uh, we're going to wrap this up, at least this segment of the podcast. I will have interviews with the Everdeens, the Fast Mothers, Under the Radar, Jody Ross, and Josh Shaw of Black Hippie. So we will have that on the podcast. But you can also uh, check out musiciansforlebonner.com, northcentralepa.com. We link everything together. And this new CD will be available for sale on September 3rd. All right, North Central Infused, we are back, and we are uh, here with our our country music, one of our country music artists, Jody Ross. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing all right. So uh, we, the purpose of this podcast is we're going to be introducing people that are involved with Musicians for Labonner and talk about their experience experiences with the project so far. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I'm Jody Ross, and I grew up uh, born and raised in Mississippi. I live in uh, Senatobia uh, now, currently. Um, I'm a school teacher on top of being a musician slash music therapist as well. So uh, I wear a lot of hats. Uh, no, keep going. <laughs> okay, no, okay. no, I wanted to point out, it's like every, there's always, you always see on social media, people like put the music is their life. No, music is your life. Like literally you see the stuff that you do with music therapy and, and being a musician and songwriting and playing out as much as you do. So, I mean, it, you're truly like your entire career is wrapped around music. Yes. It, I mean, like my, well, my whole life, I mean, I grew up singing in church and that, you know, went to um, being involved in band and choir and all of that growing up in, you know, in school and then pursuing a degree in music therapy and being surrounded, you know, by music in college and, and. I've just always loved music. It's just it's just a part of that's, me. So. That's awesome, though. So, tell us uh, a little bit about the song that you've donated. Um, people can buy this on uh, Spotify, iTunes, and Amazon. We're getting it in a few places around town. But uh, tell us about the song "Holding You" that you did. Uh, well, the song "Holding You" was actually written for my son Griffin. Um, so I thought it would be very appropriate appropriate to donate to um, the musician for the Bonner album um, since it benefits the Children's Hospital. Um, and you know, I think uh, as a parent uh, and having a child, it's just that special connection. And I, I wanted him to always have something that you know. I gave to him and you know, it's always his. Okay. That's well, that's awesome. And then it's appropriate that the first uh, album that it's been featured on, I'm sure that'll be featured on a, an, a Jody Ross uh, release at some point. Right. Uh, of course. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so uh, tell us about, so see, this is back in May you performed. No, it's June. You performed at the hospital. Yeah, it was June. Yes. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. Uh, it was a, a great experience. Um, I was honored to be asked to, to come and perform uh, for the uh, patients and their families. Uh, and again, uh, being a music therapist and having that connection of, um, you know, patient relationship uh, and using music to uh, work on that uh, relationship and, and build relationships with people and just, you know, sharing in a musical experience. Um, it was great to kind of tap back into that that side uh, of me and to be able to share my love of music with um, someone else that could. Okay. So I have to ask, what is the story or moment that most stuck out to you in that experience? 
Um, well, honestly, uh, there was a little a little guy that came um, down to the lobby to listen to all of us play, and he was in his little wagon, and um, I was the first uh, musician to sing that day, and uh, it was when I started singing, he was like, oh, you know, like, it, it was just seeing him light up, you know, um, that, and then um, getting uh, to go on the particular floor uh, that I got to tour and, mm-hmm. and meet um, patients and their families, I got to go on the ICU floor, um, you know, uh, and those patients, some of them were weren't able to talk to me or really interact with me, but it was just great to interact with their families and kind of offer some encouragement and mm-hmm. even just to sing to their um, their family member, even though they may not know that I was singing to them, but mm-hmm. it was just a touching moment. So. Cool. All right. So uh, tell us what you're up to in September so people can find you and hear you play. Okay. So in September, um, you can use your phone calendar. If you I was to. like, you know, <laughs> I, I'm going to have to look. Um, I have a lot going on. Um, uh, currently, so it's kind of hard to keep it all straight, but um, I'm going to be playing at um, Bazaar's Bakery in Hernando on September the 6th. Um, on September 21st, uh, I'm going to be playing at the uh, Mississippi Made Ale House. Uh, well, a f- mutual friend has a food truck, and it's his year anniversary, and so he's going to be parked at the Ale House. And so uh, myself and another artist are going to... Um, team up and we're going to be playing live music that day from like two to eight. So, so who's the friend? Uh, Steven Michael. And oh. he also has a, a song out uh, now and he's up and coming. So yeah. Cool. All right. So how can people find you and learn more about you and your music? You can find me on Facebook and Instagram uh, at Jody Ross Music. You, and I have a website, jodyrossmusic.com. Uh, and that's where you can find uh, all of my events, upcoming events. You can find, you know, new releases, that kind of thing, and on Bands in Town. So. All right. Well, thank you for stopping by. We really appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much. Holding you, I held the world in my hands. Holding you, there's nothing better than spending my days with you. Holding you. All right, North Central Infused, we are back. Uh, we have with us Robin X and Entourage producer <laughs> Richard Hervey from Lions Den Productions. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank we you really appreciate Of course. Um, so real quick, what I want to do is just introduce you, tell us about yourself, uh, your story, your musical story, I guess. Well, <laughs> my name is Robin X. Um, I am an albinism awareness advocate, anti-bullying activist, and black activist as well. Also, I happen to make music. <laughs> I happen to do that on the side. On the side. So, so musician is not job uno, I guess. No, no it's okay. it definitely is. Um, I'm just messing around. Yeah, I got you. Um, every all of that that I've mentioned is is my passion. Uh, they they all go hand in hand. I can't, there's not one without the other. Gotcha. All right. So, uh, tell us a little bit about your sound that you, that you're going for with your music. Well, I'm definitely going for an alternative rock sound, a new metal mix with some hip hop, boom bap kind of style. So trying to, trying to fuse the, the best of both worlds. 
And that's, that's what I love about this project is you get to hear all these different genres and stuff that you're involved with. And um, I mean, of course, you, you, you have your song and then there's uh, all the other different genres that we feature. There's, we've done the final count now. Uh, it is 42, 42 songs of 41 artists. Oof. Yeah, so it's, it's been fun putting this album together and of course, uh, listening to it in my office and not, and not irritating my neighbors with it. So, <laughs> but, um, so I, I'm one, I'm, I came to you guys and I said, I want to feature you on this album. Why mm-hmm. say yes? First of all, it's Le Bonner. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and I, you know, just, of course, growing up and going to the hospital myself and, and knowing how they treat the, the kids just being a a kid going there you know but to grow up and really see the the positive impact that they're starting to have on these young lives it's a beautiful thing to me if if anything is if anything is very important to me it's the children the kids Mm -hmm. and i love what labonner is doing with the music with with how they're handling their patients it's a beautiful cause. How could I say no to that? You know? And, and, and Richard, I know you've been kind of silent over there. What drew you to this cause? Well, uh, kind of like what <clears throat> Rob said, you know, it's Labonna. I mean, you, you, you don't turn down the kids for one, <laughs> you know. But, right. Uh, I, have, I have been there. I was very young, and I had a couple of coworkers that had their kids go there and just to experience, just hearing their stories, you know. Um, but... I mean, when you get a chance to give what you've been blessed to do, you know, to help other people, that really, you know, we're given blessings to give the blessing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was yes before we had we have to think about it, to be honest with you. Well, I, we're, we're, we're happy to have yeah. you guys and on there. And, too, we appreciate the fact you even thought of us, too. Right. <laughs> Right. You know, it's this was a project that we started, uh, or I started back in 2010, then kind of picked it up in 2013 with some, or well, that's where we got the idea for the double album, but then 2015, we kind of retired it for a little while, and then working for North Central, we get mm-hmm. back here, and that's one of the big key things that attracts me to this job, is that we get, you know, the, the volunteering and the, and the charities that we get involved with, and I came up with a proposal for musicians for LeBron to bring it back, and they said yes, and so the, my favorite part of the job is looking up all these artists and going this person's good we need to get this person I need to harass right. this person and get them on my CD <laughs> sir not the my CD but the our CD because this is oh, man, it's a collective effort yeah but it's I appreciate that but it's you know it's it's nothing without the various people that are willing to help out right. and and be a part of this and speaking of which you guys actually got to perform at the hospital back in May mm-hmm. What is that like compared to a show that somebody's going to pay five bucks to get into? <laughs> Man, um, it's heartfelt. You know, it, it, was, it was heavy. And it was heavy in a sense of, of, of care. It was heavy in, in, in love. Um, not only did we perform downstairs, but we had the pleasure of going up to the rooms and seeing the kids and meeting them. Some kids were bedridden and they just couldn't get up. There are certain kids that were just in so much immense pain mm-hmm. that they were, you know, they had to be medicated to calm to calm their urges to make them sleepy. You know, yeah. That 
was painful. So to be able to go in there and sing to them and bring a smile to their face, that is, money can't buy that. One of the things that for me, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, you're definitely fine. For me, it was the fact that when you, you walk in and by the time you walk out, you question every reason you ever complained in your life. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, you like to think that you're always kind of, everybody likes to think they're even killed and then they have a good balance of, well, you know, I'm blessed in this way, that way. Mm-hmm. But when you walk in the presence, then it's like, yeah, I'm tripping. You know, I need to right. get my stuff together. <laughs> you know, and that was what it was like for me. It was like, so it was great, mm-hmm. but it was hard not to, I guess, be hard on myself yeah. in that sense, you know. Right. But you, you leave there smiling. That's, oh, that's, yeah. that's the, yes. the interesting thing. That it, it, it's so funny, and I, I've said this before because we've done these performances in the past, when, when you can get somebody to donate their time, give up their afternoon or four hours of their day, and then mm-hmm. they get, at the end of it they're going, thank you for inviting. Yeah. It's like you're doing something right. Yeah. And, that's, and that's what I love about this is, is seeing the, the care that these musicians have for this community and, of course, bringing that to a children's hospital. So... Um, Real quick, uh, I want to ask you, where can we find you next? Uh, how can people find you online? Uh, you know, kind of promote yourself just a little bit. Awesome. Uh, we will be at the Cooper Young Festival next. So that's going to be exciting. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you can find me everywhere at RobinX. That's R-O-B-E-N-X. On Instagram, I am the RobinX, T-H-E-R-O-B-E-N-X. Twitter, at the RobinX, T-H-E-R-O-B-E-N-X. TeamRobinX.com. We also have merchandise at Inktail.com slash TeamRobinX. We have a YouTube account at RobinX, R-O-B-E-N-X. Facebook, R-O-B-E-N-X. We are everywhere, ladies and gentlemen, and you can also find us on the Labonner Musicians for Labonner soundtrack. Thank you. You're actually on there twice, technically. I am. Yeah, because we, we recorded the new version of Heavy Meditation with the Chinese Connection Dub Embassy, and of course your song Pure. The uh, most amazing people in the world. Oh my god, that was that was an insane session doing getting to hang out with you guys and do that. But uh, you're currently listening to Pure by Robin X featured on the Musicians for Labonner album, and we will have that ready for you guys on September 3rd. All right, North Central Infuse, we are back with Under the Radar. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. All right, so first, real quick, just introduce you guys. Uh, tell me a little bit about yourselves. Uh, my name is Matt Ireland. I'm mm-hmm. a bass player. Uh, I do some background vocals, and I have a lot of fun playing this band. Okay. My name is Zeke. I'm the front man. That means lead vocals, lead guitar, and uh, yeah. Okay. My name is Ryan, the drummer. I'm in the back. So. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. So how did you guys get your start? Well, me and Ryan, we met at a, um, a music school called School of Rock. It's in Germantown. Mm-hmm. Um, and we played, you know, we, we did our little show together. And, you know, uh, we met. And, um, and then just one day I told my dad, hey, Dad, I want to start a band. I think I know who, who can be the drummer. So, you know, I let Ryan know. And, and then I played a, played a show with Matt mm-hmm. in Millington. And so I was like, all right, we have the pieces together. Let's make it happen. Okay. The rest is history. Okay. So, and, and 
how how young are you guys? Um, well, Ryan's gonna be a senior in high school. Okay. I'm gonna be a sophomore. Matt's gonna be a junior. So like 17, uh, 16, and there's 15 and 16. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So I guess that right. Um, so and you guys have already released two albums. Mm-hmm. That's correct. There's yeah. people in their 40s that haven't even released two albums. What do you guys? It's like that's a pretty big accomplishment. So I mean, it's like, and how, I mean, and at your age to have that much material. So like, what's, what I mean, what's that been like for you guys? It's just to just crank out two albums before you're even uh, you're able to move out of your parents' house. I mean, it's insane. Like that's, it's it's just it's so cool to like be able to see that stuff on like streaming platforms and like have mm-hmm. your own CD and everything. I mean, it's 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 a really cool mm-hmm. like feeling to know, especially all the hard work we put into it and all the people involved and everything. You know, it's it's really good once that product is done to just like be able to listen to it and enjoy it and know other people are going to do the same. It's all right. Really cool. Okay. So, um, all right. So you guys, this is your uh, first year dealing with musicians for Le Bonner. What attracted you to this kind of project? Um, it's just giving back to the community. I mean, we were given a talent, and we want to share that with everyone else. So, I mean, make, making, just go into a patient's room and play a song, and seeing their day brighten makes our mm-hmm. day brighten so much more. And now, do you guys like? Okay, so you guys performed in. Uh, it's actually a couple weeks ago in July. Um, you guys performed for the hospital. What was the reaction like when you were performing for patients and seeing what what your music did for them? Uh, well, theirs was like, okay, this is pretty cool. Nice to meet you, you know, <laughs> but I mean when when I got back home, you know, it was it was just a cool feeling to know like This is you know, we were invited out to do this, you know mm-hmm. It was you know, we we were had the opportunity to do this, you know, and it it seemed to be you know Enjoyed mm-hmm. and that that was that was really cool Okay, so what do you have like a specific memory that you kind of sticks out for you when you think back on doing this pro- or being visiting the hospital? I mean just just playing, you know, we, we, we rarely strip it down acoustically, mm-hmm. right? So having that opportunity to just kind of be a little bit more intimate with, you know, our, our audience was very cool, you know, and, and just interacting, you know, just like talking about how much my sister does a pain in my butt, you know, and I, I hope the little girl is not that to her parents, but, you know, so it's, it, yeah, it was just a very heartwarming experience. Okay. All right, so where are you guys playing next? What's happening for you guys in September, October, or later on? Um, we're playing at the Beer Garden in Saddle Creek. When's that? It's August 17th. August 17th, okay. So anything happening uh, later on this year for you guys? Um, yes, we're playing We're playing on the main stage at Kubion Fest. Awesome. Okay. I'm excited for that. So uh, uh, that's in late September, right? Yes. I believe. Okay. So, yeah, uh, if you want to find those dates, you can look up Cooper Young Festival. And how can people find out a bit more about Under the Radar? Um, all the social media platforms. I know Instagram is UTR the band. Um, actually, UTR Memphis, excuse me. <laughs> our website, utrtheband.com. You can find all that stuff. All right. So, we're going to end this uh, this little segment with your song that you've donated for musicians for the Bonner. It's called Boom. Tell us, like, how how old were you wrote when you wrote this song? Since I'm since I'm like so fascinated by your age here and how much you've accomplished it at such a young age. So I was like 15, 14 or fifteen, right? I mean, he was like he was like thirteen, fourteen, yeah. like it was yeah, I mean, about fourteen, right? Mm-hmm. So what what was the inspiration for this song? Uh, it was just we wanted something that hit 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 the audience just right that, away. Just the energy, energy is, I think. The All right. Well, thank you guys for stopping by. This is North Central Infuse, and you're listening to Under the Radar.
we are here with two out of the five Everdeens, right? There's five, There's five of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> with Charles and Braylon here. Uh, so tell us, I mean, just to, this is a special version of the podcast for Musicians for Le Bonner. So tell us a little bit about you guys, yourselves, with the band, the sound, how you got formed, all that good stuff. Uh, well, I'll go first because I imagine that Charles will probably want to tell more about the story of the band. So just to get me out of the way, uh, like you said, my name is Braylon. Uh, I play guitar in the band. And I've been in here for probably a little over a year at this point with the current lineup of the band. Okay. Yeah, so I started it on the the OG, um, <laughs> I'm the original and the founder. I started it back in 2012 as a, another project and then um, and then about in 2015 it evolved into the Everdeens and Sam is the only remnant from that era of the Everdeens and then Sam is the drummer, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Sam, Sam's our drummer. And he plays a mean chair, we've learned. Yes, yeah. yes, he'll do <laughs> chair solos for days. I think we'll that, talk more about the chair yeah. solo here in a minute. But yeah, um, but yeah then probably, I want to say, late 2016 or in early 2017, Molly came in. Mm -hmm. I got her, and then later that summer, we lost the one of the original guitarists, and then we got Tyler, who we played with in multiple shows before that. And then... Probably then, yeah, about a year after that, Braylon came on board. So I'm the only one. So it's like, a behind, it's like a combination behind the music and then like sports trading team. You know? It's yeah. just like, we lost this guy and get the, yeah, it's, it's I understand. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's, that's what it's, it's being like in a band is, is you're just prepared to have some lineup changes every now and then. So. Yeah, well, people change over time yeah. and people's priorities change over mm -hmm. time, so. Okay, well, um, all right, so tell us a little bit about your sound, because it's, it's a little unique. I mean, you're a rock band, but I mean, it's just, it seems like more kind of. Well, I personally, <laughs> and I think this bleeds into the band, I can't, and I'm not gonna speak for everybody, but I personally have a pretty eclectic sound uh, I like to do everything. First album that I did with the very first incarnation of the band is like 20-something tracks, and each track was a pretty much a different genre really? of music, and it was just experimenting. Um, I always say we're indie alternative. You know, that's mm -hmm. and that to me that pretty much just justifiably sums up that I can kind of do what I want, and then and then and not have too many questions asked, and not also be too. <laughs> over the, the mark. Gotcha. Yeah, when I was drafted, it was pitched to me as, as indie rock. And uh, here, more recently, Taylor over at Refreshing Shows has been calling us melodic rock. So I guess we could be like melodic indie well, post-alternative. I found out melodic rock is that, yeah, post-alternative, yeah, just keep going. Uh, I found out actually melodic rock is just another word for arena rock. It's basically like I mean, Kingsley yeah, and arenas stuff. Every now and then, yeah, so. every, every now and then. <laughs> Uh, I hear Tool's going to go on on, yeah. on tour soon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, you guys, you're first-timers to the Musicians for the Bonner Project. Why would you get involved with something like this? Well, we've done St. Jude um, for three years, three years out of the, um, the St. Jude, Jude Marathon. We didn't do it in 2016. Thank God we didn't do it in 2016. It was horrible that year. Um, but we've done it... The 2015, 17, and, and 18, and uh, honestly, St. Jude and Lebanon are pretty synonymous with the Memphis and Memphis with Memphis and in, and in the medical Memphis scene as well. Uh, 
I don't really know too much about the health industry here, but I mean, Le Bonheur, <laughs> yeah. St. Jude, you okay. know, very well known outside of Memphis. And to come back to something I said in the short interview that we yeah. did after the things that we when we actually came to play at Le Bonheur, uh, is that it's it's more personally fulfilling to play knowing that you're playing for a purpose that's more than just selfish and like I get to play my instrument and look cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, there's a there's a satisfaction there's a satisfaction that comes along with like I said there when you're actually playing face to face with the kids in the rooms, you you get that sense of making somebody else happy on a personal level that that one to one connection that you can have with mm-hmm. somebody. Absolutely. So you and, and you just good segue in because uh, you guys performed at Le Bonheur and you guys got to visit the room uh, the rooms of some of the patients and so tell us tell us about that a little bit. Man, it was. It was a lot of fun. It could be very sobering at times, but you know, we, we made some really great connections with some of the kids. Like there was one kid in particular that Tyler, our other guitar player, they got into this big conversation about Disney and Disney parks and Disney musicals and characters. Uh, how the how the little girl actually her favorite thing in the world were musicals, and so they started talking about that. Now that's the other one. Not the little. The, there was the Disney one. Wait, are we talking about the the first one? No, the second <laughs> we're one. We're trying to remember the. This was two months ago for you guys. Well, right? the, one of the girls was older, and she was into musicals, and then the little girl, like that, the real mm-hmm. little girl, because the other one was like a teenager. Yeah. Uh, was she the Disney one? I thought she was the Disney one. I don't. <laughs> know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't okay. remember. <laughs> okay, so I mean, we've we've got to talk about Sam playing the chair. Sam, your drummer. Forgot to bring his cajon upstairs to perform with the rest of you guys. So tell us about that. He sits down and starts playing the chair as if it was a drum kit. Yeah, I mean, we we decided that we wanted to play this song that had a pretty mandatory drum part in it, and we said, Sam, this is your job, and you need to find something that you can play this drum solo on. <laughs> Who knew all the different parts of a chair could just yeah. do it so and well? Yeah, he didn't just play yeah. on one part of the chair. He he went around. He made it a chair set. So. <laughs> it wasn't just like a chaos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it is. I will. Uh, I'll try and get some video on this. But yeah, him playing the, mm-hmm. the armrest and the seat and the legs. It, it's it's pretty amusing. So, um, you know, where can people uh, where can people see see you guys? This is this is airing in September. So, what are you guys doing in September and on? For the rest of the year. Well, unfortunately, in September, it's pretty much our hiatus month. Um, a lot of the members are leave, leaving town alternately during the week. But we have two shows uh, right in the beginning of October. So October 5th, uh, Hot Key Studios and Refreshing sh- and re- Is it Refreshing Shows? Yes. Yeah. They are hosting a, uh, a contest between some of the, I guess, bigger local bands for I think a free music video and free studio time okay. um, but don't hold me to that but I'm, I'm sure that's what they're offering um, yeah because this is kind of like the second uh, go around at this competition that, that that collaborative team has done so we're just kind of assuming that the prizes are going to be similar to what they were the okay. first they did time. Last time and then after that uh, the, on the 11th of October we're doing a uh, uh, three hour set over at Crosstown Brewery Three hours set. Split up. Oh, yeah. Okay, but, yeah, I'm sure yeah. it's so yeah. all you guys. Yeah. Well, okay. we'll do covers and originals, okay. and they pretty much will let us uh, do what we want. <laughs> that's what they go. That's what they told me, at least. That's, that's but cool, though. Those are, so far after September, 
Um, those are our only two gigs set up for now, and then yeah, I'm sure there'll be a Halloween show set up somewhere. We can't yeah. miss that. Okay. So. And then we got, um, and then St. Jude way in the distance. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So yeah. for the Halloween show that might happen, where can people find out more about you guys and where you're playing and if that Halloween show will come to, to pass? So our main engagement spots are going to be Facebook and Instagram at uh, Everdeen's Music. We also have a little baby Twitter account that's kind of, <laughs> I kind of forget exists every now yeah. and then. It's, it's kind of like, to keep up with. it's the home yeah. alone account is what it is. But, um, so yeah, the Instagram and Facebook, definitely the place to keep up with us. Okay. Yeah. All right. And so uh, we're going to uh, play you guys out with the, the song that you've donated for musicians for Lebano. This is Middle Kids. Uh, you guys actually got to perform this at Lebanon. I think this was the featured song with the chair. Yeah, now, this uh, is when, the chair when, when song. The, yeah, yeah. the chair uh, song. Well, thank you guys for stopping by. Thanks for having me. I'm sitting here with Chris Rubel from the Fast Mothers, the heavyweight champions of Memphis Rock. Is that the time? I was close. All right. So, um, first off, I mean, just tell us about the Fast Mothers. Well, I tell you, we as the Fast Mothers have been at this for 15 years. Uh, my brother and I originally started it off to honor our late father who passed away. Uh, he was a Memphis musician, well known in the scene. Uh, uh, in the theater, in the uh, club scene. So anyhow, long story short, uh, we've been at this 15 years writing original music and uh, have been graced with the presence of uh, Memphis' sport. It's been amazing for us. Okay, cool. So um, you guys uh, joined up with the Musicians for the Barn. It's your first year doing this. Yes. Um, we did this from 2013 to 15, took a break, and then, of course, back in 2019. But um, what drew you to this project? Oh, well, we were drawn to the first couple events. We just weren't sure of the protocol, and we were busy playing festivals everywhere uh, during the first couple of years. But to answer your question, what drew us to it? Personal reasons. Mm -hmm. uh, my daughter who was a Laboner child at the age of six, was diagnosed with juvenile diabetes. And as a new parent, her mother and I, we had no clue about this thing. Uh, we immediately went to Laboner. Mm -hmm. They helped us raise our child. She's uh, full grown, married, has two children of her own. And secondly, uh, we have two members of the Fast Mothers who were former Laboner children as well. So it's very, they, they've been a part of our family for years. Okay, so um, we, you know, it was, it was July. We had you guys uh, come to the hospital, perform for the kids in the lobby, and then go up to um, the, the, the patient's room. Oh, yes. And what's that like versus any other gig that you've done anywhere else? Well, I tell you what, uh, we've had some highlights in 15 years in Memphis music, and this is at the top. 
Mm -hmm. literally at the top we still talk about to this day um, we were put on a higher plane as far as um, feeling proud of what we've been able to do for others it it wasn't about the fast mothers Uh, it wasn't about any of the musicians that participated we Mm -hmm. noticed that all of them felt the same as we did Uh, just having the children and the parents have a brief break you know take their minds off of things and uh enjoy some rock and roll <laughs> yeah we had a blast and okay so i, I had because i followed you guys around this was so i'm kind of like interviewing for everybody else's uh sure. benefit, it seems like but it was so funny to me because one of the first rooms you guys stop in is this little girl named Rain. Rain. Oh, my goodness. And, of course, you guys have a song called Rain. Yeah. So it's kind of worked out for her. Yeah. But then she decides, I'm not sitting in the room anymore. I'm going to follow the band around to the rest of the hall. What is that like? What does that do for you? It's like this girl that can barely even Well, speak. just if I could paint a picture since this is uh, audio, uh, I can tell you, listen, she came out, uh, asked her father to put her in her walker, and she wanted to see the band and we come out of the second room so she's in her walker then we go to the third room and we've noticed her by then and uh we come out of the third room she's out of her walker she's holding her wires everything that's connected to her and and as far as we understood she uh was still recuperating she wasn't really i don't think supposed to have that much activity (laughs) oh it it touched our hearts so much we had to uh push back the tears literally mm-hmm. because uh most of us are parents we're at that mm-hmm. age now and and for myself i'm a grandparent so the children have my heart mm-hmm. but that rain girl oh my goodness uh i will i will live with that for the rest of my life it's such a blessing and what we're going to do is with this well, we we have some we have the footage we, we're filming a documentary of this but i'm going to share some of the footage on top of this video so uh, anybody that's watching this podcast can see Little Rain and her dancing outside. Well, I mean, she was just following <laughs> you guys around the entire time, and her parent, her parents were so cool to to, to, sure to, to spend time with you guys and 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 love what you guys do. So, um, real quick before we end up this end this segment, where can uh, folks find you guys, and what are you doing in September on? Well, I tell you, we've got a uh, show coming up uh, first at. August 18th at Neil's, and it's a benefit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is something else that uh, we feel uh, conviction to give back to the community, uh, the Lebonner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're uh, playing for a couple benefits that are close to us. Uh, this is at Neil's, August 18th. Mm-hmm. We'll also be at Murphy's playing a, a cool show in Midtown, which will be all original music for about three hours. Uh, from then on, uh, we're just going to pick up whatever we can. We mainly stay local now. We're too old to travel. so. <laughs> <laughs> but you can catch uh, any of our performances, our music, any of that type of thing on any uh, streaming device or wherever. Yeah, you uh, guys you, are on Spotify and iTunes. Everything, and everything YouTube, yeah. uh, you name it, we're there. <laughs> and so... Uh, that's the fast mothers. You can find them on Facebook. Uh, I think you guys. Uh, do you guys use Twitter? Because yes, actually we do. Uh, barely use Twitter, but I promise we'll uh, get on top of that. But you if can you follow tweet, us. If people tweet you, then maybe you'll then get on we Twitter. will. No, okay, we yeah. do Twitter, uh, Facebook, of course, because yeah. we're addicted to that. Uh, but who is it? Yeah, so. but in, any uh, any media stream, any way you get your information, we're there. All Look right. us up. 
All right, and uh, you're actually, we're going to play this out, uh, your song on the Musicians Philip Barn album. This is New Stacks. Uh, the album will be released on September 3rd. Thank you. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you. For our last segment, North Central Infused, a special musicians for the Bonner podcast. I'm joined by Josh Shaw of the Black of Black Hippie. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I keep wanting to say the Black Hippie band. Yeah, it, it's it's all good. And we like <laughs> we used to be St. John, and when we were on a we had our Facebook page, it wouldn't let us just have St. John, so I had to do St. John band. So we switched to Black Hippie. It wouldn't like Facebook wouldn't let us like cut off the band until like recently. So. <laughs> We just get billed for Black Hippie bands sometimes. Sometimes it's Black Hippie. You never know. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about yourself and what kind of music you guys put out. Okay, well, I am a local Memphian. I went to school in Jackson, Tennessee for a couple of years. Well, four years. And I majored in music, so I started, like, during, like, my recording class or whatever. I had my junior year. I started, like, recording a bunch in my room. And uh, it was just, like, really, really weird lo-fi stuff. Like, really weird. Because, uh, you know, I was only, like, started playing guitar, so I wasn't really good at it. So it was just, like, really complicated, like, piano parts and then just, like, one-string solos. But okay. Yeah. But it kind of graduated after I graduated. And when I came back to Memphis, I started doing a bunch of solo shows and stuff. And then slowly started building a band around it. So if I could describe the band, it's kind of like, we call it sad boy indie rock. But a lot of it is just, like, whatever we really feel like doing. But it all kind of has the same kind of like chill, like I don't know, the only way I can put it is like a VHS kind of vibe, you know? Okay. Like, every, no matter what we do, it still has that kind of vibe to it. So, all right, so a little retro, a little. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So, um, so you you've been uh, I approached you guys in January to be a part of Musicians for Lebonner. Why why do why become a part of a project like this? Well, I don't. You always like, I don't know, you always think, you know, you get your, yeah, whenever you like really start like inwardly searching, you think about like what the meaning of everything is and how lucky you are to be given some sort of talent or something like that. And anytime you have an opportunity to use it for the good and to help someone else out, it's always really good to do. Mm-hmm. Plus, like, why not? Like, why not, like, for the benefit of kids? Play, play music like that's that's pretty cool that's pretty noble you know what i mean like mm, with yeah. the grand scream of things because a lot of it when you're a musician you do a lot of like annoying dumb stuff a lot and it's fun <laughs> to like actually do something really cool and benefits someone that's not like you or your band okay yeah okay so um you performed back in may for the patients and families and so and and to, to give you guys a little bit of background we've been showing some video here and there of these artists performing at this hospital 
and following people up to the rooms. We could not follow you. The camera crew could not follow you to your the, those rooms that you were visiting. So tell me about your experience. You you performed right. the lobby, then you went upstairs, and what happened up there? So I went to the. Uh, it's like this, like uh, kind of I number like a bunch of like kind of like isolation chambers, lack of a better term, where like you have a lot of the really sicker kids mm-hmm. that can't really be out and about much. They're kind of like locked in these kind of huge, real all glass rooms or whatever. So I got to kind of just play outside for them and the family members to kind of just uplift a bunch of spirits. Because, like, the vibe there is kind of like, you know, it's, you, you feel the seriousness the second you get on the floor. You know yeah. what I mean? The gravity of, like, whatever the situation is. And getting to kind of relieve the stress of, like, the not only just, like, the kids and their parents, but also the doctors and nurses working there that are mm-hmm. so stressed and have to work that around the clock. Kind of be able to give them, like, at least, like, an hour or so of relief and kind of calm their nerves with, like, it was pretty cool to me. So you you went up there and like did you perform songs that you've written or was it some did, some covers or uh, kind of both a mixture okay. kind of just felt the vibe and kind of just did whatever kind of fit with everything so it was fun a lot of it was mostly uh, just really fun look little acoustic guitar songs and stuff like that to kind of mellow everybody out and then a few of my other and I just worked in a few like of uh, our own music and stuff okay. like that but it was, it was it was really fun all right so I mean what's I mean. How is that intimidating, like walking? Because I, I haven't even yeah, been to that it's, floor. It's not really intimidating, but it's just you feel, I don't know, you, you feel the severity of it the second you walk in. The second you the, that elevator door opens and you step foot on that floor, you feel it. You feel like, hey, man, like, this kid has this wrong with him. This kind of like, you know, you feel mm-hmm. like the severity of it. And it kind of puts a lot of things in perspective for you. And just in general being like, hey, man, I have the <clears throat> privilege to be walking you, I don't know, you, you take so many things for granted, and I never even thought of, like, just the freedom to walk and come and go where I please is a, something I take for granted. And seeing the people that don't have that that opportunity, like, was wild to me. Mm-hmm. And it was, I don't know, kind of like, it's it's it kind of struck something inside me and kind of just realized, like, man, I'm ext- how lucky I am mm-hmm. to be able to have my freedom. But with my freedom, I can chip away at some of my freedom in order to help the people that don't have the freedom I have. Wow. Okay, and, and and you got to experience that all in one afternoon, oh, yeah, this yeah. big epiphany. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so where can people find you, uh, the the Black Hippie band okay. or the or Black Hippie? Uh, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Bandcamp, uh, Google Play, anything where you find music, you can find us except for SoundCloud. It's because the Wi-Fi at my apartment is really <laughs> slow, and every time I try to upload something up to SoundCloud... It just, it gets it like, it takes 20 minutes to get like 10% done and then it just oh, crashes. Oh man. So you can find us everywhere okay, else. Okay, but that's, uh, it's, so you have, you have one of the unique spellings of your name. It's B-L-V-C-K-H-I-P-P-I-E. You exactly. can find them, you find these guys on uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram and yeah. Twitter and wherever. Everything. <laughs> uh, on Instagram, Twitter, it's, uh, I think Facebook too, it's, uh, well, Facebook, you just look up Black Hippie, you know, we're the only band with that name. <laughs> And on Instagram and Twitter, it's BlackHippie901, so B-L-V-C-K-H-I-P-P-I-E, and then 901. Okay, and we're going to end this podcast with your song that you've submitted for this album, which comes out on September 3rd. You can find it at MusiciansForLaBonner.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we'll be on iTunes and Amazon and a few other places on on sale, so look us up. Uh, But this is Hotel Lobby from Black Hippie.
Nothing was the same 